Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. Welcome back to Budweiser's Weekday Sports Beat, live from the school up north, as we say, south of the border and over in that other state, Ohio. Darren Pritchett with you from Yost Ice Arena. I'm joined by Big Ten Network hockey broadcaster Ben Holden, who'll be calling the Irish and the Wolverines. Always good to see you, and it's probably from a broadcasting standpoint, there's Michigan, Michigan State, and there's Wisconsin, Minnesota. But this Notre Dame-Michigan game through the years has been awfully special. You know what? Number one, it's cool to do this with you all the years we've done this, and we're actually next to each other. No, So it's great to see you <laughs> instead of on the you. phone. Um, and from where we're at, the vantage point you have here is awesome. But you know what? I get excited for games like these. 20 years of doing college hockey, Darren. It's Notre Dame, it's Michigan, man. I mean, you don't need to say a whole lot more. The Golden Domes, the winged helmets – and Notre Dame has owned this series recently, and they've had a ton of success in this building. They're 8-0-1 in their last nine. <laughs> they found a way to win games. Of course, last year they win the game with Drew, Drew Bavaro getting a couple. They get the home ice spot. And uh, Michigan was in second at that point, so it meant a heck of a lot more to Notre Dame, and they, they proved it. But uh, can't wait to do both these games. Big advantage for Notre Dame because number 30 made the trip. Ryan Bischel, our goaltender, he has been just as advertised so far this year. He's unbelievable. I mean, what a what a rock that you guys have back there. And you and I both know, and hockey fans that follow Notre Dame and college hockey know how much work Jeff Jackson does with his goalies. And he's got a good one. I, I said to Darren before we came on here, I knew he had 48 saves. I had the game on the, the last game last year when you guys clinched that spot. And I watched it. He had 25 saves in the third period. I mean, and that's what you hear most teams come in here talk about. You know, Darren, you've been around doing this a long time, too. You've got to withstand the waves of pressure that Michigan brings. In that third period, the end that you're right over, the, the right end, if you're looking at the rink on mm -hmm. TV, Ryan Bishop was unbelievable. There was only one puck I really remember him giving up a rebound on in those 25 stops he made. And it nearly cost you guys, but Michigan's, I think it was TJ Hughes that missed the net, or maybe Bish got a part of it. But he's an unbelievable guy. Talking to your guys this week, every one of them said he's the best goalie in the country. And that was unsolicited. They came out and said it. So uh, that's going to be a huge storyline in this series here this weekend. You've known Jeff Jackson for a long time. Mm -hmm. 19th year as Irish head coach, all-time winningest coach in Notre Dame hockey history. Is there a trade or two hmm. that through the years you always expect to see with a Jeff Jackson Notre Dame hockey team? There's quite a few, actually. I mean, you know, number one, they're going to be well-prepared. Uh, whether it's, you know, it, it starts with Jeff and it goes down through Paul Pooley and Andy Slaggart. Now, Brock Sheen, who I ran into yesterday, and I said, you look like you could still play, young man. And, and he could. <laughs> and I, yeah, and I said, you know, your, your freshman year was 04, right? That was my first year as a full-time play-by-play guy. And a tough year. They only won five games that year. But they, things turned around. So coaching staff, number one, uh, they're, they're always prepared. 
And for whatever reason, and Jeff gets asked this the last couple of years by the local media more so than Fred and I, Fred Pletch, who I do the games with at Big Ten. You know, what's in the water? What happens when you go to Michigan (laughs) with the success they've had here? And it it starts with that preparation. And the things that Notre Dame does in terms of little things, Darren, that would be another thing to me that's always you can count on Notre Dame's teams doing with Jeff Jackson. They don't forget the little things. That's why I think they've had such great success in this building. They know how to play against Michigan. They know what they have to do. they got to be physical when they can be physical. They take chances when they can. And, again, the guy in the blue paint, Ryan Bischel, is a big part of that too. Ben Holden calling the games on the Big Ten Network this weekend. The health of the Big Ten Hockey Conference as we start to wind down the regular season going into the Big Ten Tournament. The health of it? Well, it's going to be interesting to see how next weekend plays out in Madison, number one, with Michigan State and Wisconsin. Michigan State at home this weekend to take on Ohio State. And, and I think, to your point, look at last weekend. Ohio State, they've been in last place <laughs> all year, right? <laughs> yeah. Wisconsin, Mike Hastings, one of the best coaches in the country out there, comes in in year one, not even, not even in the full year as you and I both know, right away they're instantly better. Got a lot of guys in the portal, obviously, from where he was at Minnesota State. Got a great goalie yep. in, in McClellan. So that's been unbelievable. That's, that's uh, you know, for Wisconsin to turn around that quick. But for Ohio State to do what they did, to win two games like that, it shows you. And Jeff said to us the other day on our call, he said, every game in this conference feels like it's an NCAA tournament game. So – it doesn't matter that Ohio State or Penn State, Penn State beat Michigan last week. We were on the call of that game last week, and, you know, I thought Penn State did what Penn State has to do. They have to play a hard game below the tops of the faceoff circles, and they did that. They frustrated Michigan, uh, and Michigan just really never got going. So I think the conference is really healthy, having Michigan State being back, having yeah. Wisconsin being back. Those are big things, not, not just for our conference, Darren, but for college hockey in general. They're, they're two of the blue bloods. They need to be good. We can say this in this era of sports wagering, but a lot of parlays in college hockey got ruined by Ohio State oh, yeah. beating Wisconsin because oh, yeah. that was a gimme, you thought, going into the weekend. Yep. You just saw Michigan last weekend give Irish fans a little sense of what they should expect to see and hear tonight with the Irish taking on the maize and blue. Well, I mean, it's typical of what Michigan has been since Red Berenson came back. Their speed, their skill, their, their offensive firepower. I think one guy to keep your eye on is Seamus Casey. He's a Devils draft pick. Ethan Edwards, a Devils draft pick, too. Of course, Luke Hughes, part of the trio from last year. But Casey leads defensemen in the country, 35 points. He's a human breakout. He can do so many things. He's like a fourth forward out there for him. And then the the big guns up front, Rutger McGroarty, he's a power guy. Notre Dame will have to use that size and strength that we touched on on their back end to be physical with him, but not crossing the line. That's another area you asked me about Jeff's teams. For the most part, they're always disciplined, and that's a big key in this game for both teams. And it's a bigger team, a bigger storyline for me with Notre Dame, with Michigan being number one in the country, 35% of the power play. You don't want to screw around and take cheap penalties. You have to be disciplined. You've got to walk away from stuff. So I think that's a big part of it, too. And there's just a lot of different players up front. Michigan has six guys averaging a point a game, uh, and it's led by those two guys I mentioned there. I feel like you mentioned like half of our 23 recruiting class that's now at Michigan. <laughs> right, but I understand. That's the way things go in, in college hockey. It's kind of turned into college basketball from, from 20 years ago, but that's probably a conversation for 
another day. I'm just really excited to see how this is going to play out. If Notre Dame can win five of six points this mm-hmm. weekend, they clinch home ice. It was explained to me if Notre Dame and Michigan end up tied after next week and Michigan will win the fifth tiebreaker for home ice so really this is the opportunity you don't want to leave the door open for michigan who has to go to minnesota but still we know what michigan's capable of doing yeah and and that's to me what that says if if you're and and it should be the same on both sides when i say this yeah but for notre dame they've got no games left so you would expect you're going to get the a plus game from them both nights and michigan knows that in michigan they haven't been real good in game twos for whatever reason, I know we're in game one tonight, yeah. but I'm just saying looking ahead of the series, they haven't been good on the second night. And whether that's guys are, are getting worn out a little bit, whatever it is, that's their situation to deal with. But that's just been the reality of where their team is. So um, I think we're in for a couple of uh, low-scoring games. I don't see these games being over 3-2 if they're even that, Darren. I mean, last year that game yeah. we referenced earlier was 2-1. Oh. I mean, it was scoreless through 40 minutes. Yeah. And, and that, to me, that says an awful lot about – Notre Dame's team, the team they had last year, they're very similar this year where they can hold a team like Michigan off the board for two periods. That's pretty tough to do, especially in this building. We've got about a minute left, <laughs> but since we talked about this yesterday, just we're about the same age. Just yep. what do you remember about the – since it was the anniversary of the Miracle on oh, Ice yesterday, the U.S. beating the Russians, and now we go to Minnesota and we see the Herb Brooks mm-hmm. – a memorial of the Olympic team in 1980, the gold medals. I mean, what, what comes to mind for you watching that as a kid? Watching it as a kid, I was nine. I fell in love with hockey at that moment. I grew up yep. in Lansing, Michigan. I was a Magic Johnson fan. They just won the national title in 79. And um, I just remember falling in love with the sport, saying, I want to be those guys. That's what I want to do. I want to be a hockey player. And just... The, the lifetime of memories that I've been fortunate to have in this sport, obviously in other sports too, but this is my favorite sport, bar none. And anytime I'm in the rink calling the game, it's a good day. And I watched Miracle last night with my girlfriend. Uh, I told you we were going to watch it. We saw each other at practice. We watched it last night. We both got a little choked up, man. So uh, it's it's a pretty pretty special day to me. I know it's a Disney presentation, <laughs> but if they just could have added his speech before Finland, Finland for yeah. Brooks, then it would have been really, really good at the end, but for reasons, you know, you probably can't put all that in there. And that anniversary is tomorrow, is oh, Saturday, man. the 24th, right? So yes. it was two days after, and again, like every other game in the tournament in Lake Placid, they came from behind to win the game and win the gold. I'll never forget being at Aganis Arena probably 12, 13 years ago, the Irish hockey team walking in the building for practice, and around the corner comes Mark, Mike Ruzioni. Wow. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And none of our guys knew, knew who he was. I'm like, wow. wow, I feel really, really old. They know about what happened, but right. some of the key contributors, they were just like, oh, well, that was Mike Ruzioni. Oh, wow, cool. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that was like the coolest moment of my life, yep. seeing Mike yeah, Ruzioni. for sure. Good to catch up you with too, you, bud. and have a great call on the Thanks, Big Ten too, Network man. tonight. You too, Darren. Thanks for having me. That's Ben Holden. We'll take a timeout. More sports speed in a moment on WSBT. Hey, everyone. Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering, char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 